Erica Knowles and I were inseparable in the mid-aughts in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. We lived together, we played together, we shopped together. She taught me how to dress. We danced, we competed, we argued. We, we just had it so good. Zero money and limitless potential. She is in the Bahamas now. That's where she grew up. She and I went to university together. And we had a long, wild roller coaster conversation on Friday. It goes on for about 90 minutes, and there's so much to unpack here. I had some very vulnerable moments. It was, I don't know how to describe it, but I just was, I hit a low moment. I've been doing so well during these quarantine times, but I just, I was feeling sad. I was feeling low, and I went into my call with her, not at my best, and I think that that comes across. Um, I haven't listened to the audio yet, and I was a little bit nervous about doing so, because uh, it just, it was one of those things where was on my back heels I felt for a big chunk of it and this is somebody that I just love so much but she always challenges me and that's why she's such a good friend so I hope you uh, enjoy the following conversation and that it's interesting and engaging and I think that the one thing about Erica is just she's just the best she's always been the best she's so good at everything and she's good at put me on the spot, especially in this conversation. Music as always by Matthias Nowile. Quinty? Miss Brigida. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Deep voice here. You just got done disinfecting your groceries? Oh, I was in the middle of it. I didn't get done. <laughs> why why are you disinfecting your groceries because i had them delivered and so i need to disinfect everything that i'm like cleaning so on corona days it's a little yeah i want to wipe stuff down if it comes into my house and take it out of like boxes and you know spray shit for all of our listeners at home where is your house Am I on right now? Yeah. You, you sh maybe should have told me that. I, Perhaps. This is very <laughs> you like. <laughs> you like. Um, I could have said something totally inappropriate about like the stripping part too. That's oh. involved with it. Yeah. Is this, um, there's a stripping part involved? Yeah. It involves removing my clothing, putting them inside out. Um, yeah. It's like a full disinfecting. <laughs> wow. Is. Gives me peace of mind and clean of hands and clean, body. Clean of hands and body is key in this day and age. It is. It is. It's a good way to be. So wait, where are you? I am on Clipper Island, Sandy Port, Nassau, New Providence, Bahamas. And how many cases of COVID-19 are currently detected there? As of now, we have 77 confirmed cases. Okay. Um, in reality, I feel like we probably have like 707. But 
what's like been tested and confirmed and acted upon and yeah there's 77 of them what's the general feeling amongst your fellow bahamians i think um hmm there's a cross-section of people and a cross-section of feelings so some i think it's sort of mandated now that we wear masks it wasn't before every weekend we go under lockdown so the only people allowed to in the essential field, they're allowed to do like their shopping on the weekend for a couple hours. So like the doctors, the nurses, the bankers, the policemen, et cetera, et cetera, they're allowed to shop on Saturday, I think, but then everybody isn't supposed to leave their house at all. All the other people, the norm folks are supposed to stay in on the weekends. Um, And that came about because uh, maybe like a month ago, when people weren't supposed to be going into work, they thought, okay, so we can go to the beach and have beach parties. And so the government had to take like a little like law action to make us accessible, some of us. So, yeah, I think they're taking it a little more seriously, but people are also getting antsy about not working. And what, like if we have enough, like being reported on if we have enough tests, like the tracking of the people that are infected, because so far none, I don't feel like one of them has a history of travel. So if none of your confirmed cases has a history of travel, you know that you don't have all the cases documented that actually exist. So there's that. Because it came from somewhere outside. Clintipats? Are we on now? Yes, I can hear you again. Your voice sounds so beautiful. Yours sounds so deep, so unexpected. <laughs> um, I miss you. I miss you too, buddy. You've grown as a man, apparently. I've, I'm trying Something to. Something dropped. Not just your voice, it all dropped. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Nice to meet you. So, it... it, it is it all going to be okay? Um, worldwide? Yeah. What do you mean? Is That's it, a big question. I I know. I I need, I need you to I need you to show me some solace. That's you, and you can like you're the positive one. I know. I don't know if that's like, yeah, that's not our dynamic. I'm not that one. <laughs> I can be, I'm like I can be like even. I won't ever be like peppy. What about tough um, love? Yeah, I could give you a little tough love, but I feel like you've been obeying. I the have. law, yeah, yeah. Maybe your lady has tempered some of your inclinations to do things that are against your health. She has. So that's a good thing. Hi to her, by the way. Um, but she will say hi back when she's off her call. Okay, but yeah, I think it'll get better. It'll just take a while, a long while to normalize into the new normal. I think it'll take quite a while. I think so, too. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird, especially for you, right? How are you? You're, like, idle now, and you don't have any control over it, so... No. How... has Is this, like, for your mind to be okay? The mind's been great so far. Um, 
I've just been staying really busy and proactive and all those sorts of things. But you know what happened? You know why I fell apart this afternoon? It was because I had recorded too many podcasts on my computer and I ran out of space. Like I didn't realize that each each file was like 900 megabytes. And so I had 80 files of 900 megabytes. It was like 50 gigabytes of space got taken <laughs> on my computer. And my computer got super slow and I couldn't work and I couldn't un- I couldn't figure out how to g- fix it. And my whole afternoon just went to went to poop. Oh, no. So I get uh, to talk to you in a poopy state? I don't want that. <laughs> I know when you get emotional, it's hard to like bring you back. But yeah, you don't have an external drive. Well, of course they went. It was that you were like talking to like Twinsy to grandma to Lauren for like, you know, over an hour. I know. And so I rooted around and did find a drive and didn't have the right cord. And then I found the right cord and then I uploaded it, but it didn't quite upload correctly. So I had to upload it again. It was this whole mess this afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. But, but. It's rough. I got all podcast troubles. First world problems. (laughs) 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 Poor woe is you. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast? Uh, (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh, that's fresh. Oh, it's it it doesn't get much fresher than that, does it? No, it does Mm. not get more fresh. Yeah. Um, so you fixed it though or no? Yeah to a certain extent and I think I had to like turn off my computer and turn it back on twice <laughs> aww <laughs> were you able to do that successfully <laughs> not twice you mean it didn't happen on the first go it didn't happen on the first go the The fan wouldn't shut off that's so unfair did it come back though honestly did your um, computer yeah the computer is the computer is new as new as uh, what new as a what Jesus. I want you to finish that. New is a what? New as a as a newspaper. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I miss you. Yeah. I miss you too. Remember when you'd come all the time, or say you were coming here to go swimming all the time? Eric, I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> I want to go to the Bahamas and go swimming. I would just get random calls of you saying that. Yeah, like at four forty-five in the morning. Yeah, and then you finally did. You swam out in the open sea. I did a couple times. I came down in 2015, uh, and then I or did I did I come down twice in 2015? I might have done that. Twice? Oh, one was a Luthra, was it? So we did a Luthra um, that long trip, um, where or did I come down like three times? I think I came down a bunch. Came down twice. Yeah. I thought that was once, actually, but maybe it was two separate ones. Yeah, so the two trips were, one was in February, when it just was you and I re- reunited, and it was great, and it was wonderful, and that's when we stayed, I stayed at the Cove for the first time, or the yeah. only time, and the second time I came down was for the uh, fundraiser um, oh, that right, you got me brief. hooked up for, uh, for, for Brief, and I went to Eleuthera and stayed at the uh, Surf Comers Lodge or some a different place, uh, like Surfers Beach Lodge. I stayed there oh, for yikes. Thanksgiving. It was fine though. I mean, I just I just went and like had like a little eat, pray, love uh, on <laughs> Did you? on Eleuthera. Yeah, because it was like Thanksgiving, but I decided to go. I like rented a car and I drove up and down the island. Oh, and, did you? Yeah, and I, I- had. 
Um, I think I had Thanksgiving dinner at like the Rainbow Hotel or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that you had a little island Thanksgiving, That's even though great. we don't celebrate it here. You no, probably you ran into a lot of foreigners. I did. Like a lot of Dutch people. Yeah, there's like, a, yeah, that would have been maybe the time that that was happening. There's like different areas, countries, yeah, at different periods of time that happens on Eleuthera. But Eleuthera is amazing. It's just scary driving there, I would think. Island driving is like the most dangerous thing you can do on an island. Well, it's especially problematic because you guys drive on the wrong side of the road, and I forgot that it's, a couple of times. When it's I called would, the correct side. The left I, side, <laughs> the left side, yes. We would, we, you drive on the wrong side of the road, and I would forget that and drive on the right side of the road, and then uh, and then in the distance I would see a car in my lane, and I had to go into the wrong lane to be in the right lane. Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. T- survived. And yeah, you did survive. Only to let your computer get hot. <laughs> you, survived, <laughs> yes, you survived all of that, and look where you ended up. I know. I know. Mm. Gotta remember what a disaster that fundraiser was. Kind of, but I don't. I don't remember. I, re- I don't even remember how you responded to it. You know, my memory's like poo. But I feel I don't know why it was such. Because there a, a hurricane happened. It wasn't a success because there was no. a, it, like I I talked to. Uh, Core, what was her name? Uh, Karunia, the girl who went to Duke with us, who worked for. Oh, Casarina. Casarina. She went to Duke. Yeah, she went to Duke. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So Casarina, she and I were speaking like a week beforehand. I was like, "So, what's the contingency plan if it rains?" And she says, "Well, this is our dry season, so it never rains." I was like, "Well, what happens if it does?" She's like, "It hasn't for the last twenty-five years." And then, of course, (laughs) it was a goddamn monsoon. And, okay, right, okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I think we raised 20%. $20. Yeah. It yeah. was, I was like, oops. And you're like, eh, okay, I'm going to Eleuthera. Peace out. No, I always spent, I spent the week at Eleuthera and then came back for that fundraiser. So I flew in for the weekend and then spent Monday through Friday in Eleuthera and then came back Friday to do the fundraiser Saturday. And I stayed with you and, and we went out and had some fun. As, ah, we, as okay. we were wont to do, just driving around your little uh, Z3 BMW. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I've been like, yeah, a little zip around, having a little fun. Just a little zip, 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 zip. The car topless, you topless, hey, me well, bottomless. <laughs> yeah. Only way to be. Balance, exactly. Had to. You wanted to experience the islands. I know. So, yeah. when are you coming back to the U.S.? Are you ever allowed back here? I am. I am. And I'm coming back. I don't know. I'm not in any rush right now for multiple reasons. Fair. Um, fair? Yeah. Um, so I will be, but I'm not exactly sure when or if that will be my first stop, my first move. But I'll be back. I love New York. I love my New York people. I know. When When was your last time here? Was that 2011? 10? 12... 12, 12, 12 or 30. Yeah. I think it was 12. That was wild. What it was, what would end nope. up being the issue? No, we can't talk about that. No. Nope. <laughs> How would you think that, that would be? So this is what, like, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go do a podcast with seek. I know that he doesn't understand where lines are sometimes. Not with so old I friends. probably should chat with him, but no, I will give him the benefit of a doubt. He's like a grown man now. Well, a grown ass man. 
with new friends, I'm much more careful. But I just I go into old patterns with old friends. Wait, where'd you go now? Are you still there? Yeah. Can you not hear me? Oh, now I can hear you. Now you're back. Is it good? It's perfect. Yeah. So you're used to being scolded by me, and so you wanted to like test that out again. It feels so good. Does it feel so good? It feels so yeah? good. Yeah. You missed it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. And how's your mom doing? Steph Carey is one of my favorite human beings on planet Earth. She's a great human being. She um, really is. I had to drop her off a little like wine supply today and a couple other like grocery essentials. And, you know, it's the whole thing of treating her like she's my child at the moment. Like, oh, no, goodness. don't let anybody in. Wash your hands. You can't go out. I will come to you. You're driving me nutty. Your computer's not broken. No one's spying on you. You touch one button. All those things. Is she getting antsy? Um, yeah, I don't really think she wants, she's not like the type to, you know, she's got too much energy. She's got like your type of energy. I feel like she is so sprightly. She's, she's sprightly. Yes. She's compact and sprightly, but she's okay. She can chill. She's doing her yoga every morning. That's, um, yeah, I think doing that a lot helps. Of yoga. Really? That maybe normalizes you, normalizes you guys a bit. It helps a lot. I mean, I've, today might be the first day in like three weeks. I haven't got any exercise. Oh, no. Why not? Because of the computer ordeal? <sighs> no, I think the body's a little tired. It's gray and rainy outside. Um, and... The body's gray? I know it. I know. <laughs> I know, Seek. You're a little old. It happens. Yeah, it is. And just been working out really hard. And so sometimes rest days are good days. Yeah, that is. I'm doing a little center. What's that um, mean? Center's like the Chris Hemsworth app that he decided to like give people free for six weeks to try out if you're just at home and need some exercise. Yeah. So I was at home and eating like, yeah, the food supply was going to run out knowing it wasn't. But, you know, there's just so many options in my fridge that aren't there. Mm. And so I was like, yeah, I probably should try this. And it's really good. You might maybe you'd like it. There's a lot of variety in there. There's a lot of variety. It's good. That's kind of what we've been doing, uh, like core power yoga. I signed up for a year supply of those online classes, and they've been great. They kick my ass. Uh, I go for runs uh, out in the park, and then we have other uh, – something called Kayla, which is on – I think it's similar to the Hemsworth thing where it's just a bunch of like high-intensity training over 20 to 35 minutes, and that's on Amanda's yeah. phone. And they're great. Like, yeah, I don't need anything else. Shit. Exactly. All that hit shit. All that hit shit. It's good. It's working. I feel it allows strong me right to now. Like indulge. You do? You always feel strong, don't you? Eh, sometimes the body feels a little more injured than other times. Um, or I just feel a little out of shape. But uh, I'm not burning as many calories in this day and age just because I'm not walking around as much. Like I'll get my exercise for the day. But living in New York, you're just always out and about and burning calories. And so uh, I feel... Point. I feel like a, just... A, fewer calories are being burned in with all the sedentaryness. I'm probably eating a little bit more just cause like yeah. I'll sit around and I'll be like, I'm just going to snack on the house. And so, yeah, very sedentary lifestyle at the moment. Extremely. Yeah. And how what's your like forward plan though? Are you fine? Are you anxious? Are you nervous? Are you recalibrating? What's happening there? So I think some of my anxiety today uh, with the computer meltdown is because I've been so 
incredibly productive in terms of being on top of emails. And this is, I don't know, podcast number 74, I think. Yeah, that's a little, that's a lot. That's a and how lot. many days? Um, like five and a half weeks. Jeez, okay. And what's the average podcast time? About an hour. And what have the topics ranged from? I have not listened to all except that one that creeped into my sleep that I told you about. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. topics range from I speak with fellow auctioneers. I've talked to a, a, a couple doctors, talked to Amanda, talked to my parents. Uh, oh. Talk, yeah, not bad, right? I talked to a And Miss Clinty Sr. and your mama. They are lovely, lovely human beings. Yeah, I gotta listen to that one. Are you nicer to your mom now, see? I'm way nicer to my mom now. Really worked Good on boy. that over the years. I know. I um, hear that. me too. Uh, I talked to a young woman with Down syndrome who's a self advocate for the National Down Syndrome Society. Hearing what her daily life is like under quarantine, um, that was really interesting. interesting. I talked to a woman who works for an anti trafficking organization, and oh wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Would that have peaked or spiked right now? Yeah. So there's something called sextortion uh, where predators know that um, minors are online and uh, are in kind of a type of isolation because they're not in school. And so there, mm -hmm. there's just been a spike in these predators saying things like, you know, send me uh, inappropriate pictures of yourself and then using those to get uh, other bad things. It's really, it's quite terrifying. Uh, so, you know, a conversation with her, um, spoken to a number of people, like talked to Victor twice, Greg Bloom twice, um, talked to a guy who was, I uh, went to high school with, who was a press secretary uh, for uh, Governor Jerry Brown. Uh, so hearing mm -hmm. his story was fascinating. Um, I've just been introduced to random people. I've just... Like I talked to somebody's mom who runs a <laughs> wagyu, a beef wagyu farm up in Vermont, and that was a great conversation. Really? Yeah, uh, it's a, just fun, random things like that. And I'm just—it's keeping me super busy, and I That's love good. it. Some busyness, I know. That's great. Why did you come up with this conversation right now? I mean, with this concept, not conversation. Why did you decide to podcast? A buddy of mine had been bugging me to do it for like multiple years his thought process being that I could scale if I could develop an audience. And on March 11th, I had just kind of done my last event and everything else was getting canceled. He's like, dude, just start your podcast. And within two hours, uh, I had a teaser recorded and a little 10 minute interview with my mom and put them up on Spotify and just kind of got wrapped up in it. And so you enjoy it. Not only do I am I obsessed with it, but I'm doing <laughs> my first fundraiser uh, interview virtual in June with uh, a healthcare provider, and I'm interviewing a doctor. So basically, how in the world will that work? How 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 so, how are you fundraising podcast wise? So basically, what will happen is the healthcare provider is teaming with with an a, uh, AV production company, and they're gonna mm -hmm. have uh, camera equipment delivered to my place, mm. the doctor's place. I'll interview Got her it. over over like a Zoom style uh, software kit, and mm -hmm. we'll have a script for me to interject fundraising moments. Oh, how much does it cost to provide that life-saving treatment for one woman? 
well, does that mean if we raise $50,000 by the end of today, we'll raise 50,000, that we'll be able to help 10 more women? Well, we have to do that. And how do people call in to like bid or donate? Or is it more donating than bidding then? It's donating. So no okay. bidding at all. Uh, so the, okay. there will be uh, there will be options to make those donations that hopefully I'll be able to track in real time uh, from, wh from where I am or sort of real time. Uh, it'll definitely be a lag um, and get people pumped up and also then highlight the work that we're fundraising for through this doctor. Uh, because she is um, so smart, so charismatic, really knows her stuff, people love her, um, but she doesn't necessarily shine when she has to give a speech or when she just speaks um, like, without any context, but you can really draw mm. her out through conversation. Okay, nice. So, all right. Yeah, I've just gotten a lot better at interviewing people uh, through all these interviews I've been conducting. How are you trying to improve? What's your weak spot? Is this not the time to ask you that? No, it's a it's a great time to ask that. I needed to get better about stuttering and stammering. I would get stuck on words. That was problematic. Um, Is it problematic for the interviewee or for you? You feel it's it slows you down because you got in your head about it, or you feel no. like it just slows down the whole flow? I go back and I listen as I edit, and it doesn't uh -huh. sound good. It doesn't sound professional. You're like, ah, I get stuck on a word. Yeah, fair enough. Need, okay. to be, need to be careful with the ums. Need to be yes. careful with where I am vis-a-vis -vis the mic, sound mm -hmm. quality. Just being comfortable interjecting if I need to slow things down or asking the right kind of leading questions. Being quick on my feet. It's. I thought it was going to be a lot easier to <laughs> switch from talking at people through auctions yeah you're a good talker at her but auction <laughs> on the street yeah in a room in a car yeah sure turns out interviewing is a slightly different skill set <laughs> okay okay it is i'm yeah. not surprised that you like adapted quickly and well but i was talking to another friend earlier today about this the thing that's been hardest for me interestingly enough is I will record for this conversation an intro. And an intro is largely just me trying to frame the upcoming conversation in a compelling way. And they have just been submarining me. Like I'll start and then I'll stop and I'll get flustered and I'll start again and I'll delete the whole thing and try it again. And early on it just was like, this sucks. And <laughs> what was the issue? The words coming out of my mouth were bullpucky they just weren't any, oh, they weren't any you good what you wanted to say or you were just saying shit I, what both oh okay <laughs> it was okay. hard and it just didn't come across as any sort of if you tuned in and you were doing so because you were a friend of mine and you wanted to support me if yeah, you listened this is very good good podcasting voice right now i know continue right? i got distracted <laughs> <laughs> carry if, on what you heard initially was me introducing the forthcoming conversation mm -hmm. then what was coming out of my mouth with just terrible and I know <laughs> this because I would re-listen to it I'd be like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> and I could 
compare and contrast that with the conversation podcasts that I love so much, which oftentimes have really good introductions. Hey, this is what you're going to be listening to, and this is why you should care. Fair enough. Okay. And what, so, what was my intro today? Let me hear it. I you well, didn't give re- it to me. No, because I recorded the intro after the conversation. Ah, okay. All right. So do you plan? Do you have questions and like filler before you go into these interviews like mine today? So I will record a introduction that is basically, I had the great pleasure this afternoon of speaking with my dear friend, Erica Brigida Knowles. Erica, oh, really? See, that's another almost line cross. I've gotten more comfortable with the middle name CK, but I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it because I have. Your, I have. Mi- your middle name is a national treasure. <laughs> Where did you go? Can you hear me? There yeah, you are. I can wait. Hold on. How is that? There Still? we go. No, okay. it's, it's working now. Like I said that your middle name is a national treasure and you were so charmed by international actually. (laughs) It's an international treasure. It's an international treasure. Yeah. And I was charmed by what? The force and truth behind those words that it that your reception just dropped for a second. (laughs) Okay. You can still hear me now though, yeah? I can. Okay. But no, what I'm asking is before, not the intro part, but like you were going to ask, like, put me on your podcast today. Do you have questions written down or jotted down or mental notes, that sort of thing? Or are you just flying by the seat of your Clinty pants? My Clinty pants are soaring through the Brooklyn sky. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I like that imagery. Isn't it nice? Not sure why. Yeah. It's like a kite. It's a kite made out of Clinty pants, and I'm dangling yes. from the tail. <laughs> Going wee! I'd like to dangle you from the tail. That's I bet not you the would. time. Not the time. <laughs> yeah. So, most often, I go into these conversations just excited to talk to people. I like people's backstories, and sometimes I have a particular question. Other times, I just want to say hi. I just want to spend time with somebody, and so. That's sweet. With you, I just wanted to hear your voice, and I wanted to hear your thoughts, and I wanted to hear how things are going in the Bahamas. And yes. so, well, like, I'm glad that you felt like you wanted to. But when you told me that you had like a day that was less than desirable, I've seen Grumpy Clinton, and I've been in good proximity with Grumpy Clinton, and that's not the loveliest sometimes. But then the next thing I knew you were calling me, I thought to tell me about like why you were grumpy, but you, you, I was on air apparently. No, not on air. You were being recorded, but, but ah, we are recorded. not, we are not live. And so, Got it. so w- what we have the option to do, and I don't know if I've, how about this? I'm going to push, I'm going to push stop on this recording. Why? Huh? This is, this is an interesting moment. I'm having a very meta moment. What? Should we keep going? Okay, sure. No, wait, sh- sh- should we keep going? Don't you edit it after the fact? Not much. The fact, no, <laughs> the fact that you asked me twice if we should keep going makes me wonder if I should maybe read into that and say no. What happened? Where are you going? Is is there a turn happening? No, there's, there's no not, turn. 
Okay. Yeah. What's your meta moment? What, uh, what's what's my meta moment is I got nervous. Oh, nice. I, I like know. that. I got, I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable in this podcast closet. Oh, why buddy? I don't know. I got, I just got a little panicky, honestly. What was the, what's the onset of the panic? Well, what I, just precipitated it? What, I, what, I, I, I was, <laughs> I was worried that I had taken you 34 minutes down this, this path and I was wasting your time. Absolutely not. Promise? Absolutely. I promise. And that we should You've say wasted it. my time so much more, <laughs> so many other times. Why worry about it now? And no, I like talking to you. Even if I don't know if other people would like listening, we could just talk about whatever. You're one of my favorite peoples. My voice can't go any higher to express that. That makes me feel, let's see how low my voice can go to express yeah, my love for you. Give me some Barry. Where's the white? You have the white. Give me the Barry. <laughs> do you know <laughs> do you know who Barry is now in popular culture in popular culture a yeah. deep voice person no um, there is a gentleman whose image has been spread far and wide around the internet and his name is Barry Wood what who is that do you have your computer in front of you um, I can get to it Sure. I it's on the couch. I encourage you to Google him and maybe you'll have seen some of the memes. Oh, is that the porn man? Yes, it is. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tripoding? Absolutely. I do. Re I have seen that image. I don't think I've seen all the images out there, but where did that come from? What's the origin? I have no idea, but it went viral. Yeah, that's that's quite 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 something he ha he's holding he's carrying that's a piece it is it and is he, um it is an anatomical outlier <laughs> a guy's first thought upon seeing that is like oh my god that's a what's your first thought what do you think most guys thoughts are that would be a common thought shared amongst guys when they first saw him give me that i think that a lot of men's brains just go blank like there's a return error <laughs> like it's being on an apple computer and you get the little spinny thing and it just kind of like like the fan yeah. just turns on like your computer starts to overheat and you're like wait what yeah he can make you overheat i'm sure and it's, yeah okay. <laughs> like someone open open a window please <laughs> with some of that fresh spring air in okay all right so that's what happened and then what happened when you booted up um, well, you just become a bit numb to it because early on in the shelter in place, he, Barry was involved in so many different memes and they just came hard and fast. Um, as you might good, say, good words. Yeah. And I think that the one that really broke through more than anything else was somebody took his likeness and printed it out cut out the image and then tape the image onto one of those hands, those wall mounted hand sanitizers. So when, <laughs> That's hilarious. So you're pushing it. To so get, you're pushing it. And, oh, then, and then, no. then the white foam comes onto your hand in a big pile. Oh, the foam one, not even like the gel. No, one. not the gel one, the white, white foam one. <laughs> okay. All right. Points for ingenuity. Ingenuity. Exactly. Ingenuity. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well done to yeah. that person. Look, yeah. Stay creative in these troubling times. Mm-hmm.
And clean. Sanitized by Barry. Sanitized by Barry. <laughs> Property sanitized by Barry. S-B-B. <laughs> S-B-B. Oh, I love an acronym. Who doesn't? Yeah. What's your favorite acronym? No friend of mine. Um, I don't know. I create them all the time. It better, as well be, as it better be CK. It better be CK. Uh, I should have gotten that. Should Come I? on. CKEK. That's my favorite. <laughs> CKEK. Remember when we were trying to figure that out? Like maybe we wanted to do shirts. And I was like, no, it should be EKCK. And you like looked at me. We were like, no, CKEK. And I had to admit that yours just sounded better at the front and I hated it. That was maybe the first and last time you ever admitted anything to me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'll take it. Cheap shot, but properly <laughs> correct. Fair enough. Yeah, we used to have fun back in the old Brooklyn days, did we not? Yeah, let's reminisce. You used to be my small spoon in bed. Did you tell your lady about that, that you've small spooned? I did. I, was, I, I I think I told her about when we stayed at 282 South 2nd Mertine Deuce. I don't remember which one that was. Was that with, like, the girl? Was that with Geo? No, not with Geo. Like, it, it was all the cockroaches. And oh, that when... one that you were in and I came to, like, stay with you and you kept playing Roberta Flack on repeat and... That Your bed right. on the floor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That place yeah. was a disaster. That was a disaster. That was too much. It was All too much. It was a lot of grossness. Yeah. It was peak grossness. There was nothing more disgusting in that apartment. And you were working for the Russian reality show, and you'd bring home That's craft right. services. And I was so That's poor, right. I could only eat when you brought home craft <laughs> services. And you'd have to walk into the kitchen to unfreeze the craft services to turn on a light and the cockroaches would scatter everywhere and the door to our shared room was not on its hinges and so the two cats would come and knock over our propped up door that was a fucking hot mess eric it was i don't think i lasted there long i don't know how you lasted there. no we were there together from september to october and we both left in november it was bad really it was bad that was awful it was that was awful it was was good that experience though i don't know how we had good times in there though but it happened because i remember like singing yeah yeah that was like a lot of it was good times it was good time in in the brooklyn with the open bars, bouncing from one to the other and then dancing. and Remember a happy ending with Geo on Tuesday nights and we just would go into the basement and dance and dance yeah. and dance. Dance our asses off. Uh, yeah. When's the last time you've danced like that? Last time I danced like that. You still dance like that? I hope so. Of course. Okay. You should have seen me at Jeff Lincoln's wedding down in Cartagena, Colombia. I did. I saw the little video. I was dancing up a storm. Yeah, you do like a Carlton mix with like a Latin dance. Why it's not? It's very interesting to yeah witness. I like those and hybrid moves. It was a good hybrid, yeah. Big old gap in my hybrid. teeth. There's no big old gap. Yes, there is because no. I, I, I'm missing a tooth. Where? Not in the front. Yeah, in the front. No, you're not. Yes, you're missing a front tooth. I'm going to actually send you a picture of myself right now while we're talking. I'm going to send do. it to you. Is uh, this a sex accident? What happened? Uh, I had a uh, failed root canal. In the front? Yeah. Why do I only associate root canals with the back? Well, because you're not a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
makes me chuckle. She makes me chuckle. Oh, hi. Yeah. Golly, on that hair now, on that little almost beard. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, you have a look, buddy. You it's have not a, a look. good one. It's it's kind of methy. Meth it adjacent. It is a little methy. Yeah, not method. Methy. Yeah. Meth adjacent. <laughs> it's meth adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Meth, meth proximate. Meth recovered, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, you look like you're maybe about four months off of it. Do you know why that, that meth look is so associated with people's teeth? Why? Doesn't it just the ch- I thought it changed your appearance. As a, oh, yeah, it does mess with your teeth, right? Because as well as what happens is, is that the chemicals, I don't think they understand why, but the chemicals all start to congregate oh, in your teeth. Like they go oh. into your teeth. And so there is like that meth smile. And like the more meth you wow. do, like the residue from doing meth ends up in your teeth. Like oftentimes. Well, here's the thing. What's the common way of ingesting or a meth? How do people take smoke it? Smoke it. All right. Okay. So well, you, not right. But uh, okay. Yeah, All right. So a little but, glass pipe. And so God. people who do meth get really fucked up teeth because it just goes there turns them brown they fall out and and so it's a very particular look but i have never done meth i never anticipate doing meth it doesn't really intrigue me uh i'm wired enough naturally thank goodness but what's the possibility you do meth it's not zero what is it no it 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 is not zero no i wouldn't think like are we like a uh, like do i hear a 15 15 percent less than five percent Okay. Okay. All right. Less than five. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the experimental part of my life, I think, is behind me. Fair enough. What is something you've experimented with that's like crazy out there you haven't told me about, Zeke? Crazy out there. Or the craziest out there for you. You know what? For me to hear. I honestly don't even know the answer, but I think that in certain times in my life, I've just blindly said some somebody's offered me something I'm like okay instead of being yeah. like what is this and so is so, that for adventure or peer pressure no never peer pressure never really? I don't I don't think of myself as somebody who's susceptible to peer pressure I think of myself as like oh how can we have more fun this will get me there sounds great I feel like you're a little column a little column b right it just has to be the right peers no at a certain point. But I guess I don't think of it as pressure. It's never, it, it maybe I'm too much in a paradigm of like, you know, middle school. It's like, come on, do it. Come on, do it. Yeah. Like yeah. there was one time at Duke where this is, I can't think of an example of me being peer pressured more where oh. on Thursday nights, sophomore year, either th- sophomore, junior, I think it was sophomore year. I used to attend a gathering off campus where there was a slab of concrete in someone's backyard and they would rope it off, drive up some cars, turn on the headlights, have a keg of beer, and different undergraduates would put on headgear and boxing gloves and fight for three two-minute rounds. And... It was awesome. It was called Thursday Night Bouts. And I just would go by myself. I sort of knew some of the guys, but like I didn't have a crew there. I just really liked watching amateurs hit each other. I found it 
Yeah, really? you still do. You send me those memes, and those are some I, of your favorites, and they're not mine. I love them. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to this for a couple months every Thursday, and then they decide to have it at, maybe the place is called Mugshots. It was one of the bars on the mm. on night. Sounds okay. It, that sounds it, sort of familiar. And it had a backyard, and they were real like they were selling tickets, and it was like this whole big thing. And the first two fights were amazing. Like one of my buddies who I knew from it, he fought, and he ended up in the hospital. And the nurse looked at him and said, "I've never seen a face so swollen without <laughs> there being a broken bone." I mean, really? he, he just got peppered again. And, and these guys were, I mean, I, I think he was fighting somebody who's on the wrestling team. He was like 180 pounds. And the guy was strong. They don't know how to box, but they're out there doing it. So the two. Was this fratty activity? No, it was frat adjacent, but it was more, <laughs> it was more like guys on the wrestling team. I think there might have been some lacrosse players, um, independents, but definitely was not associated with any of the frat houses. It was Okay. The kids this is are, key. Yeah. The, Give the, me the white <laughs> uh, non white breakdown of this group, the makeup of this group. Good question. Was it like a sea of salt? No, definitely not. Um really? it was just mixed bag. Yeah, it was it was a mixed bag and I think it was because, because like that sort of thing back in two thousand two appealed to a very specific set of people, and so you know athletes. Um, it, no, it wasn't fratty at all. Um, mm. And again, my memory of this is eighteen years old. Like I don't remember it super clearly, and it's probably clouded. But what did happen after these two fights at the bar? A wrestler on the team, a guy named Tommy Hong. Tommy. Uh, really? You yeah. Eighteen-year memory, and you remember Tommy Hong's name? Okay. Was, I, I can never pronounce it. I can. I know how it's spelled. Um, My eighteen-hour memory is shoddy, at yeah. best. Yeah. But, but well done, Tommy Hong. Um, I'm gonna just make sure I got that right because I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's alive anymore. Unfortunately, uh, I think he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, oh, but. Yeah. So, yeah, so the headline is Duke Morn's Passing of Wrestler Tommy Hong. Um, and that was that's a headline from January 20th, 2017. Uh, so former Duke University wrestling standout and Army veteran Tommy Van Hong passed away January 17th, 2017 in Denver, Colorado. He was 36 years old. A letter, a letter winner for the Blue, uh, Blue Devils from 2000 to 2003, Hong brought a sparkling resume with him to Durham as a two-time undefeated Oklahoma State champion. He didn't miss a beat upon arrival to Duke's campus, qualifying for the NCAA tournament three years. He remains one of only four Duke wrestlers to achieve that feat in program history. Competing at 125 pounds throughout his career, Hong earned all AC honors in 2001 and finished with 88 career wins. His total currently ranks tied for 10th in program history. He was selected as Duke's most outstanding wrestler in 2001. So a year after that, a year after being selected Duke's most outstanding wrestler at a Thursday party on back of a bar after two boxing matches, he steps out and says, who wants to fight me? (laughs) Okay. And I I know who he is. And, you know, I outweigh him by, I don't know, 20 pounds. Oh, my God. Are you going to say that you went in? Well, here's the thing. 
Is it? Just, oh yes. Th- there, there's no way I'm gonna do this, right? Like I'm not. I've never thrown a punch in my life. Yeah, I don't, you're not much of a fighter, but no, I like to, I like to yeah. wrestle, grab a lot I mean, of yeah, fighters. we wrestled while, like in between your fun. massive bowls of Cheerios in the kitchen. Mm, sure. Delicious. No, oh, gosh, awful. Just like with a whole heap of honey. Yeah. It, but th- there's there's no way I'm going to do this. Like, just it's ridiculous. I don't know how to throw a punch. But they knew me as the guy who showed up to all these things. And because I was similarly sized to Tommy, like Tommy and I are of similar statures. Mm -hmm. They were like, come on, do it. Come on, do it. Come on. I'm like, no fucking way. 15 minutes later, I'm putting on gloves and headgear. Oh, I'm sorry to little boy CK. You succumbed. And... I got the shit beat out of me for the next nine minutes, and it was <laughs> nine of the best minutes of my life. No way. Oh, Why? yeah. What's I got... There was a one moment where he hit me so hard in the stomach, <laughs> and I heard the crowd go, ooh, before I even felt the pain. And then the pain came, <laughs> and I went down on, on one knee. That's so great. Ah, oh, why is pain funny sometimes? It is. Oh, my gosh. Why was that a great, why was that like, yeah, so fantastic for you? A year earlier in a freshman writing class, a professor had stated that nothing will prepare you better for good writing than getting punched in the face. And Okay, that sounds poetic, but is that actually like real? Come on. And the idea. I think maybe like reading might. What do you mean nothing will prepare you better? The idea was, he was speaking to a very particular Duke audience who probably hadn't. (laughs) felt much trauma across the board in their lives. Fair, fair enough. And the people he was speaking to in that regard were people that could use a bit of violation. I think he was speaking primarily mm-hmm. to the men and the idea being like, if if you can sense this sort of just immediate violation, like getting punched in the face is not going to have long-term consequences. It's just not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be, It's you're going to feel violated. And if you can have that sense of violation and experience it, (laughs) then you'll be able to write fiction better because you will have empathy for other extreme circumstances. And so... In this episode of Privileged Pep Talks. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Privileged... Oh, my God. If I rebrand, that's what... (laughs) That is going in... That is incredible. Um, PPT? PPTs. PPTs. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so... And so I, I made it through. I didn't get knocked out. Uh, and I think I just ran away from him for the majority of that of that time in the ring, the three rounds. Um, but, I mean, I was high for a week. I mean, I just, <laughs> I just was walking on tiptoe. It was incredible. And so... Well, you know, like- or bloody or anything? Bruised? No, I had probably a black eye, maybe like a cut above my nose. But I mean, it, the, the minor pain of that didn't even register in the euphoria of that experience. Nice. Yeah. Did you get one in, like one good punch? I think I got what technically is like a cheap shot. I think that at, mm. like at one point, like he got turned around and I might have like just kind of like grazed the back of his head. Um, okay. and, and they're like, come on, don't do that. But, I mean, it was. Okay, I, I, gotta get them where you can get them. <laughs> and, and, you know, I just, I just made it through. And so that, that is the single clearest example of peer pressure 
convinced me to do something that I was very opposed to doing at the outset. Well, this is a bad story for kids because it seems like that one sort of worked out well. You had like, mo- like what did you call it? Nine minutes of bliss, essentially? Euphoria. From s- euphoria yeah. after, yeah, succumbing to the peer pressure. That's right. Okay. But you've never tried more peer pressure after that one turned out so well? Not that I can think of. Like, n- nothing that stands out, right? Like that. No. That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't know if I knew those existed back then. It was great. It was so unduke. It was so unduke and so duke at the same time. Really like kids though? that come from like yes, man. Kids that come from like hard fucking situations, you think they're like, Oh my god, let's do a fight club. No. They don't think fighting's like I don't think so. I That's disagree. Like, you think any sort of guys would want to have like a little private fight club, eh? Yeah. Uh, was there ever a girl in the fight club? Yeah. They they'd have female bouts. But, but they have to be female, female. Yeah, female, female. Really? Was that because of peer pressure or some actually looked eager? Was it like some douche throwing his girlfriend in there to fight like his side chick? Or was it like real? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Was it some douche? <laughs> God, that, you have a way with words, Erica. <laughs> Thank you. That Thanks. Was, it. That was an evocative sentence. <laughs> Was it some douche sending his side piece in there to fight his real girlfriend? Wow. I mean, it gave you a visual, right? You it could picture the did. scenario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my and again, I I could have this wrong. My my thought was that it was like more tough, tiny chicks being like, "Hey, w- we want to do this also." And it might have just been a one. I, I I mean, you couldn't throw a worse punch than I was throwing. So it could have been that bad because I survived. Like, like nobody's a worse fighter than me. Would you do it one more time now in this stage in your life? Depends on the circumstances. Okay. Okay. Like I'd be interested, but everything around it would have to be, I think to like in my favor, like there would have to be a reason to do it. And Mm -hmm. I would want a little bit of recovery on the back end. Uh, unless I, you know what? No, I mean, fuck it. I do it. Why not? Okay. I don't know if you did this already, but explain to a dainty female like myself. You're not dainty. (laughs) (laughs) The most feminine of girls, you know, Yeah. what is the appeal to guys? I feel like a lot of guys, now that I'm thinking about it might be like enticed. There might be an allure to joining a fight club right now, like especially a secret one. And they don't all have to, you know, be Wall Street dudes. Like why, 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 why would you do that? Because there's a high in fighting. Okay, even if you're losing. Is there a high in beating someone up, winning, or just like yeah, the there, of it? There's a high in winning, but that high... I don't, well, I haven't won enough fights to know what the high is like, let's Shocker. be honest. Um, okay. But the real high in fighting um, is that it narrows the focus to this pinpoint where everything in your being is in the moment. like. You are not distracted by anything going on outside of your life. So I'm going to build a, a little bit of an analogy here. I had a buddy in college who got his heart broken uh, by a girl. 
And the way he got through that is he went and played poker. Because when he played poker, he didn't think about anything else. It was all about the cards and the betting and winning and losing money. Like, like the world was shut out to him, and he himself was shut out to himself when he played poker. That sort of narrow of focus and purpose is on steroids when you're fighting. Because the threat of being punched in the face is one of the most clarifying threats out there. Okay, I'll take that. I guess I'll take that. And the adrenaline, it, but I'll take it. the adrenaline rush you get is akin to what adrenaline junkies look for, whether it's bungee jumping or parachuting. You know, you know. Yeah, it, it, I'd rather jump out of plane than like be punched. I think. But think about it this way: How if you're just <laughs> having? A drink with some buddies at a bar, the quickest way, the quickest way you can get that high is be like, hey, you want to go outside and fight? The quickest way you could get what high? What are you talking about? The, adre- the adrenaline high. So you have to lose your inhibitions by having some drinks to build no. up the courage. No, I mean, it definitely helps, but but if, if I mean, if you're doing anything and you're just like... Yeah, why can't it be like you're watching, you know, Handmaid's Tales? You and your buddies, you know. As you do. As you do. As you do. you want to pause it, like, right before, like, yeah. So, you're watching The Bachelorette with your best friends. And you're like, you know what? They're about to give the rose. You're like, fuck this. I think I usually get the high, but it's not working. It's like me keeping going back to the meth pipe. I'm not getting that same high as the first one. This rose ceremony isn't going to work the same this time. What about some punching? It could come at any time. No, it happens when you guys have been drinking. I mean, because why? It hurts less. It definitely because hurts less. Because you have less. more courage when and, you're drunk. Yes, and, and, and the fear. Because you're dumber. The fear. When you're drunk? The fear quotient goes down, and the adrenaline is still there. Very few people choose to get in fights sober. Um, I. Yeah, that that is something. That um, that is something that is more rare, because the thing about the adrenaline hit of doing this compared with skydiving or driving fast or whatever is that the, the adrenaline hit is from the fear of pain, and the pain will come. Like getting hit hurts. Yes, pain is no good. People usually don't. There's no other time that people seek pain that I can think of at the moment. Yeah, I mean, that there's a whole branch of therapy that deals with cutters, people who burn themselves. Like, there's yes, a lot but of those self-destructive people aren't considered okay. No. No. But this is something that, you know, has proximity to that, probably. Like, I went through a period, God, it was like 2000, 2007? Where I went to three funerals in three months, and I just at the end of that would got in a couple of fights. Like with, with friends, I just would be drunk and be like, "Hey, you want to go outside and scrap?" And that was how I positioned it. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that was, it was sad. Therapy. Yeah, that is sad. Right? You ever went to therapy, by the way? Uh, not not since sophomore year of college. Okay. Would you go back? Yeah, I'd be open to it. Do you think you it would be helpful? Just in life. 
Uh, I'm not. I'm not facing any obstacles right now that I think therapy would help me get over. Okay, you're like killing it right now. So, I it's not just for obstacles. You don't think right? so? No, I think isn't it like you know, gyms for the body, therapies for the mind. You don't just work out when you're like really just out of shape necessarily. You work out to keep that body to feel strong to feel good. The therapy you go to keep that mind like to keep that shit in order to be able to. It's a good analogy, but you wouldn't go to the gym if you were feeling strong and fit without it. Like, yes, because you want to continue to feel strong and fit. No, so you keep going to the gym. That's what got you that way. So working out the gym. So I would argue that I haven't gone to therapy yet. So there's no. I think continuing to go to therapy if you need it to get fit, but I'm not feeling anything that indicates to me that I that I want to progress emotionally or mentally past my <laughs> current state, right? Like, like, like the the gym, the the gym analogy is great for somebody who goes to therapy once, loves it, and then is like, I don't need to go again. It's like, no, you need to keep going to sustain it, but. I, but in this instance, I, I, like I haven't gone to I haven't gone to therapy once. Like like there's nothing to keep doing in in the therapy sort of way. Okay, I mean I'm not opposed to it. I just don't, I don't think feel, uh, the, the yeah. I hear what works. you're saying. I don't feel like it's the most solid stance or argument. Not that you're arguing, but yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from with it. Like I don't have any emotional or psychological or those sorts of issues. I think I need to overcome right now. How about this? Yeah, if- but it's not only just for overcoming. I don't know why I'm like a therapy advocate right now, but I'm I'm on this side, so you know I'm going to go in with it. However, <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're seeing it through. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like it has to. It's not just there for when you have a problem, when you have something to overcome. Just like the gym isn't there for when, like, the doctor's like, okay, you got to get your ass in the gym. You want to go to the gym before the doctor gives you orders to go to the gym. You want to go to therapy before you have something that makes you have a bigger need to go to therapy because when you go to therapy before that thing happens, that means you're better equipped to deal with that bigger thing happen that would give you a, that would have previously have been the reason that you go. Did you follow that? I did. And I think, I think there's. I think there's wisdom there, but I've not heard of a single case of anybody going into therapy because they're like, well, something psychologically challenging might come down the road, so I want to start at it right now. I just don't think that's the order of operations that leads to therapy. Like, there might be some edge cases here that I'm missing, but for no, the I most part... No, I think they're part, tears. No, they're tears of stuff. Like, even if it was like a little, you know, work thing or girlfriend thing or, you know, that was smaller rather than like you know, uh, illness thing, or, uh, I don't know. I can't think of bigger things right now. Um, but yeah. If if I found myself bummed out for 72 consecutive hours or like for the majority of 72 (laughs) consecutive hours, I think (laughs) just three days, buddy. Yeah. I think that I would be like, "Uh Oh, something is off here. What's the deal. And at that place, I probably would seek professional help. But 
I am just so high all the time. Like I, I stay down. Manic. I am manic. Yeah, you're like. I'm manic without without the depressive side. Like yes, exactly. I once read a so manic. Once read something about a condition called hypomania, and I Mm -hmm. read it and I was like, oh my god, that sounds like me. And I don't want it to be one of those cases where you, you read your horoscope and you're like, oh my God, it's a Gemini. It's so like me. You know? It is, though. I mean, <laughs> you're a little Gemini. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe so. But the point is, is I don't... Wait, what's Amanda? Side note. Her uh, name is Amanda, right? Sorry, yeah. Amanda. Her Libra. name is Amanda. Ah, okay, okay. That's a good one. Okay, for you. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, sure it is. Uh, <laughs> sure. I, I, that was the first thing I asked her. Um, yeah, I know. She's like Libra. Right. I was like, I'm a Gemini. That's great. This is gonna work That's out great. wonderfully. Um, <laughs> so funny. I uh, hypomania. Yeah, hypomania. Like I read, I read this piece about, you know, basically the manicness without the flip side and the depression. I was like, wait a second. I get manic all the time, but I'm rarely low. And I'm, when I'm low, I don't stay low for very long. Like. I was when you're low do you go to depths though even if you don't nope. stay there for long is it like a like a fucking high dive deep no I, I luxuriate I luxuriate in it and I'm like ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I'm gonna roll around in this weird yeah it's like it's like a stinky cheese <laughs> it's a stinky cheese yeah okay yeah it's like right. this, like this is kind of gross this and mold weird, is comfy but yeah why, yeah you know what okay. it's a delicacy why the fuck not why not rarity and so, yeah, like, uh-huh. I started this conversation really bummed out because the fan on my computer was causing some problems and there was a little meltdown over there. And, like, I am high right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, shifting around in my little pod closet. Like, talking to you has got me all pumped up. Like, I want to give you a high five. I just want to see you. Like, I just want to, like, like, the start I would of the... slap that high five out of the ear. Yeah, that's I fair. want, like, I like, like, I want, like, no, that's you're not fair. the vibrating hugger. I don't no. know what I want. I don't feel like a high five would suffice, though. Can we go, like, play some badminton or something? Um, can we do squash? Can we, yeah. like, take it up a notch? Let's go Let's go squash. Do you have good hand, eye, ball? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a tennis all player. All of those. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew there was something there. Yeah. That's no, right. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm good to go on, on any racket sports. Really? Yeah. No, it's all wrist and squash, buddy. It's the racket sports. Racket sports are racket sports. You can't do a tennis swing at a squash court. I know. You would fuck I, it. I, I I know, and I ha- I have a shot in tennis called a squash shot, which is all wrist. Okay, got it. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. And I like the sound of the pod closet. Can I join you in there? The pod closet. I can't wait for you. And you know what, what you love at the pod closet it was a man who made me clean it out a week and a half ago, and it is <laughs> so well organized. You know, it looks good, and my clothes are awesome. I can get to everything. I know where nice. everything is, and there's you room for me to me. sit. What's that? As that. You know that, that I, would, I would appreciate that. Oh, like it, it looks so good. Like, it is so well. I know where everything is. There's, Isn't that great? Ugh, and there's room for me to sit in here and pod. I am a podding son of a gun. Podding son of a gun. I need a new nickname for you. I nope. don't know if that <laughs> No, Pod, you have to go back and listen to. Do you know who interviewed Ooh. me last week? Oh, yeah, I told you. Yeah. Jesse did. Yes. And yeah. You, yeah. Jesse. How is Jesse and Shy? What's Jesse up to? Um, is Jesse bartending? Well, Everyone he, that I know there stopped whenever I left. So right now, Jesse's bartending with the Beagle. And 
We, I know Shy's style because that's where I left it. Those are the two things that stand out about those two. How so, are they? So instead of he being interviewed by me, he interviewed me himself. So I think I don't know. I need to get him back on the pod in the pod closet, so to speak, and figure those things out. So I don't have an answer to that. All I do know is that he owns a bar in Ridgewood called the Wind Jammer, and I have nice. yet to be there because I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible friend. Yeah, pretty and much. And it is not open because bars are not open right now. So his Correct. life is difficult. He is a bar owner uh-huh. and his life well, is difficult. Don't tell any of the Bahamian, um, you know, government officials. Oh, I but won't. But today I went to pick up like some bootlegging Did supplies. You really? Yes, from a guy that owns a bar. He works at another um, company. One person in my family like did like some... Yeah, drop like a hint that he has the like connect. And I was like, okay, I discovered a new drink during like, during social distancing time that I've been making. And I'm tired of making it with like my monkey 47 and my Hendrix that I got in like the Swiss airport that I can't get here. So I need to save those and savor them. Yes, you do. And so, those yes. are for special occasions, not for exactly. just run of the mill. I need to get drunk because we're in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic. Right. It's never drunk, though, but I've, I've been experimenting. With Boring. Some Boring. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, like, met them, and he gave me, like, my box, gave him the money, and he owns a bar, and that's how he's been up charging and making effing bank. Good for him. Yeah, is it? It kind of is, but is it? Entrepreneurism. It yep. Because how about this? It's not like he's selling uh, N95 masks. He's not se- selling anything yes. anybody needs. He, he is selling luxury items to people that can afford it. If they can afford it, then he should charge a premium. Yes, and he's masked up. And I, he came from a trusted source. But yeah, I decided to try it out. I might have like looked down on people that were like uh, freaking out because they can't. the liquor stores are closed. I'm like, get your shit together. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That's not inconsistent at all. No, not at all. That sounds like me. Doesn't apply to me. No, no. I'm different. So what what did Jesse ask you? You're going to listen to the pod. No, I'm not going to to recap a podcast with Jesse on a podcast with you. I feel like he's a talker. You're a talker. That could be like a four-hour podcast. I wish it had been. Of course you do. Give me like a top, top 10 podcast moments from the first time you podcasted on Corona Convos. Is that what this is called? Is that what I'm on? That is what this is called. Okay, give me your top. Your top moments, your top, yeah, In no particular order. Okay, fine. Oh, you want a particular order? I want a particular order. Yeah, if you can. Okay. That's better. God, that's so hard. Yeah, Number... I don't want to watch like the freaking what is that NBA countdown? Just like random numbers. No, I want to wait. I'm waiting till they get to that final dunk at number one. You know, you can't put that in a number. Like, you sigh, but you know what I mean? I Go do. ahead. Number 10. The first conversation I had with my mom. It was the first podcast I recorded. Oh, what was the conversation? Give me something. No, I'm not going to rehash the podcast. I'm just going to tell you which ones they are. That's all we're doing. You have to go back and listen. People want to listen. Give me a tidbit. No, there's no no tidbits to give you. Okay. Just the conversation you had with your mom. That's at number 10. That's at number 10. Let's get a little more specific going down to one, please. Thank you. Go ahead. So, number nine. Mm -hmm. 
talking to Forrest Shinners. Ooh, I saw him on Shark Tank. And that's what we talked about. And Nick Cage movies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I could see that working with Forrest. Nick Cage and Forrest. He that's seemed right. like a different Forrest than I remembered him. He is, yeah. he is a different he's Forrest. He's a sober Forrest. Yeah, he's a sober yeah. Forrest. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. number eight. Mm-hmm. Talking to my buddy Jackson Fratizi. Okay. And the reason why is he is working on this project that is that was like indirect COVID response. It was it, it, like it's with Bed Stuy, Strong, Mutual Aid Society, and it was the first time I listened. I, I did a re- podcast. So I was like, "Oh, this is something that I should share with other clients." Sent it out to other clients. They then wanted connections to Jackson. So I was like, this is, it was the first time that doing the podcast was actually helping real human beings. Oh, nice. Okay. That's great. But that's eight. So we'll see what these other seven are. Um, seven is going to be, um, talking to the little sister of my friend Ari all about how she fell in love in quarantine. That was just a really cute moment. (laughs) That's adorable. Yeah. That that beats that Corona. Okay. It was. It was. That's cute. It was great. People um, love a good love story. A meet cute. A That's meet what they cute. would call it. A meet cute. Yes. Go ahead. N- number six was talking to Shane Battier. Oh, did you? Yeah. Who's your daddy? He was your daddy, Battier. Nice. How's he doing? He's not playing, right? He hasn't played in a while. No, not he, that anybody is, but he is. He is in uh, the front office of the Miami Heat. Nice. Yep. Okay. Great. So that was really fun. Number mm-hmm. uh, number five is the I think it was like combined five or six conversations I had with three different doctors, and so just kind uh-huh. of feeling feel like I'm talking to people who are really uh, working on this sort of thing in a professional capacity. Mm-hmm. Um. Four were the two conversa- conversations I had with actual clients, the young lady with Down syndrome and the lady who is working on the anti-sextortion uh, uh, issues. Oh, they're with like foundations that you've done work with before that you auctioned, auctioneered yeah. for? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so like, like actually talking to clients and strengthening my relationship with clients through this medium. Mm-hmm, got it. Um, three talking to you okay i'll take a top three yeah i'll take a top three just, just hearing just hearing this isn't like gratuit like is it real oh, am yeah. i really three okay. of course all right Karen, give me the reason this one you have to go a little more in depth because, into detail as to why because this is the first time i've made myself vulnerable on a podcast i take both like a little credit in that and I'm, I'm hoping that you're just comfy with me as well I am but you know it's your just... vulnerability is safe with me I hope so absolutely I caress uh, that hold that like a little baby number two was it was an early one and it didn't quite have it didn't end up doing what I wanted to do but at the moment it was so cool uh, I did a video Skype call early on with a guy who's living in Rome, uh, a friend of a friend I'd never met him before, but I really kind of felt like a reporter. 
like reporting mm. from the front lines and just was really interesting in that regard. Um, I just thought it was kind of badass. Nice. Okay. That is badass. Have you ever been interested in journalism, by the way? Yeah, of course. My dad was a journalist. Was he? Yeah. Who's the teacher? Your mom? Uh, yeah, my, your dad was at the yeah. newspaper. My, yeah, my, my that's mom, right. My mom would, uh, worked for Alaska Airlines. She was a ticket agent. There was something else as well, though. That's cool. She, she, did, a, she did a stint when we were in college uh, working for a school, but she was never really, like, really okay. a teacher. Okay, maybe that's why I knew that. Okay, got it. And All right. number, number one, one. I- interviewing my girlfriend. Oh, that happened already? Twice. Smart move, buddy. You better put that at number one. <laughs> number one, of course. <laughs> Good job. You're learning. You did grow a little, not just in the voice. <laughs> the voice didn't just drop. no. Voice in his job. Yeah. Why was that your number one, CK? It's my number one because a man is my love, and anything I get to do with her is going to be tops in my book. I'm kind of worried to meet Amanda now. You're allowed to be worried. Yeah. I'm a little worried. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You talk about her a little differently, she's gotten you a little different. It happens. It happens. It is happening, but like. I gotta like this girl. You're gonna love her. I gotta her. like her, right? She, she she is the cat's pajamas. Oh gosh, if she was there, fucking like undies, like we'd have issues. <laughs> but great, I feel like that's a mom joke. I just, I I just like I like the phrase because... the cat's pajamas or the cat's meow. Yes, I do too. It works. It's cute. And it's cute. So... Okay, all right. That's a good calm down. Yeah, I don't know how accurate it is. I mean, I got to the end and I was like, oh, there's some other ones I would want to fit in there. But You know what? I give you points. You shouldn't even I, – I give you points for committing and, like, keeping it – yeah. You get points for having ordered it and – It was hard. Not fumbling <laughs> through it. No. Delivered it like it wasn't hard. So. Conviction. Look, that's, <laughs> there you go. that has always been my strength is yeah. proceeding even if I'm only 2% right, conv- proceeding with 100% conviction. Yeah. You know, you are, uh, I feel like that fits your, uh, yeah, your makeup, not, not so bad, but the mind was definitely racing because when I had to do a top 10, I was like, okay, which ones do I have to put it in there? You know, what <laughs> points do they have to be there? How do I structure this? Who's going to actually listen and be pissed off if they don't make the top 10? God damn it. This is going to be hard. Criteria to put in it. Well done. You did it. good. I think yeah. everybody will be pleased, hopefully. Nice. It's going to be, you forgot that you're going to panic about what's happening in your closet. What's clicking? Um, I am shifting around. The microphone is so... Um, sensitive that it picks up everything and my we are now at the hour and 20 minute mark and my back is getting a little bit tight sitting in here um it's so a long ass time seek i know stretch it out we know that back Oof. It's, just, it's, it's the upper i had back. to wash that back at a certain time <laughs> oh when i had the back surgery yeah when you had the back surgery and you're walking like a sad little old man oh yeah that was and like had time. to help you in and out of like the tub or something <sighs> it had to help me everywhere yeah, a little oh, bit. God, surgery sucks. Yeah, I don't want to ever have it. Have you never had surgery? No, I never like hurt things. Good for you. As like sporty as I was, no, that means it's, I don't know. I feel like it's almost likely to come or something because I haven't. But I've never had like surgery or like a broken bone with all the activities of yore. That's extraordinary. It kind of, it is lucky. 
You're just holding on for dear life. Okay, we're that. And the, the honorable mention I do want to throw in the top ten is the conversation yeah. I probably enjoyed the most, just on my end, was interviewing a buddy from high school who I hadn't seen on in ten years, and just his. Brian? No, a buddy, a buddy. Um, this was Brian's a guy. Not a buddy. He is, but he's somebody I've seen oh. in the last ten years. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, this guy just has had a really remarkable career arc. Uh, he was the communications director for Governor Jerry Brown at 31 years old. And just talking to him about how he got there was such a joy, in part because as a communications director, he's a very skilled orator. And he knows how to tell a story and how to answer questions because he's just done it professionally. So I was super intrigued by what he had to say, and he was so polished as an interviewee. And oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was just cool to be in conversation with somebody that, um, it. <laughs> I mean, that's all he did in his job was uh, be interviewed right. about, about what the government right. was going to do. and. I could tell how much he enjoyed telling his own story and not the story of, you know, his employer, his boss. Right. Yeah, and that's so, true. The point. It, and it's just, it's really good stuff. I mean, the guy is super smart, um, so accomplished, and uh, we're actually going to record part three next week. It was uh, oh, fascinating. Oh, two parts. Enough. So it's already, we've already done two one-hour interviews, and we're going to do a third part on Tuesday. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be like one of those like 80 minuters. It's already there. That's too long. That's too long. Do you want me to cut you off the first some... part? Am I, am I cut, I, I'll cut off the part where we start because the audio sucked. You sure? There wasn't any goodies in there? Well, there might be, but, you know, what, what are our alternatives? We can keep I don't, it. You can edit. You can, like, up your skills and actually no, do some editing. No, no. Is that I'm, not like, that's, how about like this? podcasting, it's, like, uh, that's cheating? No, it's, it's not that it's cheating. It's just not going to happen. Like I, I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't have the honest answer to that is I don't have the bandwidth to go in and do that level of editing. Okay. Because Fine. what you have to do in those regards is you have to, not only are you cutting out parts, but then you have to stitch them back together in some sort of way, and that is not easy. Okay, fair enough. So, Am I gonna stand in your wedding, CK? My, are you going to stand on my... Uh, I mean, oh, I just made you stutter. <laughs> remember, remember what you've been working on. Maybe this is a part that we can edit out. <laughs> no, sir. Um, oh, oh, computer's running out of batteries. The fan's coming back really? on. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Going through a tunnel. Uh, how about this? Let's, let's say that I did get, get married. I had a wedding. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to get married? Let me ask you that. Do you? Like, just in general. And I don't the, know. If the honest answer to do. that. The honest answer to that is I don't know. I'm thinking through all those. Those are real life things that I'm thinking through at this stage. Uh, Did you want to get married like at some point, or are you thinking like I will get? Because I remember you wanted to like have a wife and kids, but maybe it was like you wanted to have a partner and kids. But no, I don't that, that match. You are not misremembering that. A lot of my views on the world have changed in the era of Trump, and so. I, I'm still figuring out how I want life to be um, in a lot of ways just because of what Trump is all about. 
Well, sure, but you don't have to first stay in Trumpville, in Trump Nation. And also, how does he change your view on marriage? Uh, For yourself. He changes my view on marriage. I, I don't have a good answer for that right now. Okay, fine. Now, who is your best man? Why am I not in your wedding? Why uh, is that? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, I made myself vulnerable in this conversation. And are you still there? Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Now yeah, I took advantage of it. Goodness. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you not hear me? No, I can. You're, you're back. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You made yourself vulnerable and I took advantage of it, maybe. No. But this is like a question. This is a CK question coming back at CK. This is not a CK. Something that's... I've, yes. It's I, I do. to ask on air, like off, like without like giving you any... It could be. could be seen as inappropriate. Putting you on the spot. I want my answer. This might not be the time or the place to talk about it. And so it seems very fitting that I ask CK this because it's a CK-like question. I don't have an answer, so it's, it, it, it's a question that will have to remain unanswered for the time being. I can't believe you don't have me in your wedding, CK. That is fucked up. What happens if the wedding's in the U.S.? Then I come to your wedding. Can you come? Yes. Oh, that's good news. Okay. But you weren't going to put me in your wedding. I don't want to be in your wedding now. <laughs> Come on. If you aren't going to put me in your wedding, of course I don't want to be in your wedding. I can be that petty. Absolutely. There is no I'm wedding mad, right but now. I'm not in your wedding. I can't believe you didn't think of your wedding and like, oh, where's Erica going to go? Are you kidding? How, how do we get you know here? How good I would look in a suit? Come on. How do we get Come. here? Who's in your wedding? How many people? I know you have a lot of people, but you can no. have like a 20-person party. Yes. No. I, we're not. If you, I, I, ugh. It's okay. You'll get words out. How could I have not been in the list in the top 10 for the wedding? How? I thought we were, we just talked about like roach cuddling and like me washing your fucking back. Who else was washing your back? Any of your bros washing your back? Your boxing buddies? No. I was washing your back. Okay. Well, yeah, that might've been for different reasons. (laughs) I was washing your back. Because of friendly love. I can't believe this. This is an end to this podcast right now. Is that because we've hit the 90-minute mark? And this is a good punctuation. Giving you with something to think about. I miss you so much. I miss you too, buddy. Will you give my love to your mother, please? I shall. And will you, will give you stay mine safe? to, like, your original. I will. You do too. I, and I, hi to your lady. And just take care of yourself. I worry. You worry about me taking care of myself? I just, I just worry in general. Just, okay, yeah, you do. I just haven't seen yeah. you in so long. I, I know, that's true. That's true. This was nice. You take care of yourself, too. I will. I'm glad that you are right now. Make you, good choices. What, oh, that, that's, a perfect, that's a perfect phrase for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Make good choices. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And um, let's, uh, let's do this again. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, this gave me, like, uh, what's that? When your heart palpitates slightly. Like a little agita. Yeah, a little agita. A little lead in agita. Me too. This was this was my most agita e podcast so far, that's for sure. Yeah, but you can tap dance a little. I don't usually like tap dancing. You, you know, you can be on stage. Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not so much. I wanna but tap, with you. I wanna tap dance for you. 
I'd like that. I'd like that. I miss Paul Downs. I do like the Savion. What? I miss you Paul miss Downs. <laughs> Talking of tap dancers? Yeah. Have you interviewed him yet? Uh, no. I am. I asked one of my famous friends early on if she'd come on to the podcast, and she politely declined. And I recognize that anybody who has um, a public profile to a certain regard, um, it was a little unfair of me to 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 make that request um and and so i i decided not to ask paul why is it unfair because they know they being anybody who has high profiles uh who's in my friend group they know i'm doing this and if they're interested they'll say hey when are you going to interview me and so um i'll, I'll leave it up to them uh okay. if, if they want to come up yeah okay I just think right. it's, you know, it's it just one of those things where I don't, I decided that I didn't want to be in a position for people to have to say no to me. Okay. Okay. You think he might? You think there's a possibility? There's a chance? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that, I think that his public image really makes a huge difference and he just has to be hyper, hyper, hyper brand conscious and that he's very... Um, he, and he should be, I, th I think anybody in his position should be very careful about how they put themselves out in the world. What's his position? Uh, he is a Hollywood actor, um, you know, who gets paid to, to, okay. you know. He also invited you to his wedding though, speaking of weddings. So maybe like it's a different tier than like the other girl you asked. She, I don't invited, know me, she, she invited me to her wedding also. Okay. Then never mind. Yeah. That doesn't hold Work. No, you know, and, okay. and, and she is a, you know, she's got like 2 million followers on Instagram. She's a very famous comedian that I grew up with. Um, and, uh, you know, and this was early on. I'd done like five recordings. I sent her one of like me and my mom. And I was like, hey, did you want to come on the podcast? And she's like, ah, I'm just going to be lying low with the family. And I was like, yeah, okay. that, that kind of makes sense. And so that, okay. was, yeah. that was a good lesson for me in, insofar okay. as it, it and another way of looking at it is I'm still getting better at this, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm probably going to quote unquote rebrand when I hit a hundred and think about how I can use this platform in this medium, uh, as a, you know, all its different uses going forward And Corona convos will not be a, the right, um, branding for that. So, I'm still thinking if you have any ideas on, on what I could call this endeavor going forward after I hit a hundred, let me know. And at that stage, that's, that's where, you know, if I can get some traction, that's where I'll reach out to you know, some of the more prominent people in my network and see, um, what their appetite is for being interviewed. Got ya. Okay. All right. I'll do some thinking. Please do. This has been the longest, the this is the longest podcast I've had so far. I don't know how I feel about that. I'll choose to feel special. You are special damn straight number three <laughs> number three <laughs> special number three special that's number like three. a precarious person i can always get bumped i'd rather four or two to be honest but fine. all right you know what i just bumped you to two thanks thank you okay i'm good we can go now i love you i miss you i love you i miss you too seek be well you too bye bye, -bye.